0: Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez with co-host Aaron Keller back in his office today, not on Zoom. Um, We've kind of been in between Zoom and in person, so it's good to be in person with Melanie Urkiaga with Nevada Outdoor School. Melanie, I was saying the last time we had you was our last in-person podcast before the pandemic. Prior
1: pandemic, yeah. We were talking about it and kind of hee-haw and joking about the whole pandemic. And I don't think any of us had a clue what it was really, how no. it was going to impact all of us um, in pretty significant ways yeah yep
0: and here we are excited to be in an in-person podcast so crazy how much things change and we thought it'd be perfect to have you we were thinking of ideas for women's month and nevada outdoor school so aligns with everything we do and on top of it it's women ran women mm-hmm. owned and you're the executive director I'm the executive director and i am a woman
1: yes you are. i am a woman, <laughs> yes, proud woman are. um we were founded by a woman stephanie lefevre 20 Twenty years ago had a bright idea and a master's project and she decided uh, when she landed in northern Nevada that we had some pretty amazing outdoor learning spirit spaces and she wanted to bring kids and, and try to uh, instill a sense of land ethic in youth at the time and at that time we were a little bit more um, project focused. Uh, a lot of stewardship work, restoration work, and that sort of thing. Um, now we've really shifted into uh, education, outdoor education, and not so much of that stewardship. There's a lot of other organizations and friends of ours that that do that, but the outdoor education is is our jam. Our jam. That's what we do.
0: Exactly, and that is such a need, and we here at Endow obviously know the importance of outdoor education it's super
1: important and even more so and I guess another side effect of COVID you know you I'm sure you guys saw it when people just flocked to the outdoors um and with just no experience and no education and and sometimes I think we forget that um if we're fortunate to grow up in this atmosphere or in rural Nevada um we just have a, a certain sense of um principles and ethics that tend to be second nature or common sense to us but you bring people out to the outdoors that don't have that experience or don't have that exposure until all of a sudden they're thrust out into it and they just don't know how to behave in an ethical way you know they don't truly just don't understand that the garbage truck isn't coming on Tuesday to pick up their garbage you know because that's the way they're used to so it's just super even more and more important than outdoor education Um, and we just we try to do it in a number of ways.
0: Wow! And then, um, like you said, twenty years ago, I didn't even realize it was the twentieth anniversary. Twenty until years. I reached out to you, and I was like, "How perfect! Um, can you believe it's the twentieth anniversary?" I can't anniversary? believe so.
1: Personally, I've been with the organization myself fourteen years now. So since oh, wow. two thousand and nine, um, originally I was the finance manager. For financial manager for the organization so take care of all the finances and grant reporting and stuff and then uh, in 2015 took over as executive director and and, you know keep rolling and growing and expanding ever since.
0: So back 15 years ago um, how did you end up getting involved in you know funny
1: story i actually uh, a dear friend of mine I, I worked at an organization ferguson enterprises i'm loud and proud i worked there um, and i was kind of the last one to be hired at that time and this again this is 2008 2009 um, and so i had to be laid off and my employer was a board member at nevada outdoor school and he said i will support you and vouch for you and, and refer you And, and the rest is history. And so um, he was actually on the board the whole time up until just um, two years ago, either as a general board member or board treasurer and then board president, and always just a dear friend of mine. And so we worked so well together. And then sadly, um, he passed away a couple years ago. So big hole kind of left for us. Um, But yeah, it just... I I love it. I love what we do. I love the principle behind it. I've never had anybody tell me getting people, especially kids, outside is a bad idea. So, you know, there's a lot of, there really is a lot of support um, for what we do.
0: Definitely. And then, so when you started, that was only five years
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: was it still pretty new, and they were it was, finding their way? It was still pretty
1: new. We were very, very new with having an AmeriCorps program of our own and AmeriCorps grant of our own, and so that's been a transition over the years to where we don't just place members with Nevada Outdoor School, but we also place members with other organizations, like I was mentioning, our friends in Nevada Wilderness, friends of Black Rock High Rock. Those are those stewardship-type project stuff that we still kind of have a fringe kind of work in to where we place members there. Um, and then we also place members with senior centers and Frontier Community Action Agencies and uh, people that are giving that healthy futures-type help, you know, food assistance and medical assistance and, and that sort of thing. Um, so since then, we've just really expanded that AmeriCorps program. We have expanded into more and more communities, Um, You know, at that time, we were just really centrally uh, in Winnemucca, and we had a fairly decent staff. I really can't say that our staff size has changed much since then to now, and then it just depends on the time of year how many AmeriCorps members we're able to bring on board or, you know, hope to bring on board. We're having a little challenge filling those positions, Um, but yeah, so... You to run then, and now you're to where? So we have an office in Elko as well. So we've had an office there since 2016. That was one of the first things we did, and that was part of what our board, that was our big strategic plan was, let's open an Elko. Okay, so I took it and figured it out, and and now we have a great staff over there. And then so from there, regularly we are serving Um, Pershing, Humboldt, Lander, Eureka, Elko, and White Pine Counties out of those two offices with at least our school-based programs. And then, of course, our summer programs and um, our what we call our road show, which is our mobile outreach booth that goes to all different events across the state. And then our Ride Safe, Ride Smart program. We travel all over the state with that, too. So... We have a fleet of six vehicles, and we put the miles on. I'll tell you what, last year we put over 50,000 miles on those vehicles wow. trucking around Nevada and just exploring and, you know, having a ball and exposing people to, and especially kids, you know, to places or experiences mm-hmm. that they, you know, may never have had before. So that's that's always fun and very rewarding.
0: Yeah. And then, um, so for people who don't, aren't really familiar with, americorps and how Mm -hmm. that all works so basically you bring in people through Mm -hmm. an americorps grant right give them the opportunity to um, run some of the or help with the education exactly exactly
1: so specifically for us so we have program coordinators that uh, are staff persons and they communicate with the teachers and and parents and that sort of thing get things set up and programs um Scheduled and then it is up to our AmeriCorps members to be the boots on the grounds that are actually delivering those programs and giving those education. Um, I don't want to say sessions, but just depending on what we're trying to do.
0: What's cool with talking to you is it's like double benefit. Like definitely there's the AmeriCorps aspect of it, giving people an opportunity mm-hmm. to potentially get involved in and in, into a career in wildlife definitely. or conservation, and then you also have the educational. Where the people you serve. Exactly, exactly. And we've had people that
1: have worked with us as AmeriCorps members that have gone on, obviously, to be teachers, um, but also uh, uh, rangers, um, um, leaders, executive directors, um, biologists, wildlife biologists. Um, gosh, just all kinds of different career paths that they've taken um, from leaving our organization. And we pride ourselves on being able to. Um, as an AmeriCorps member, give you an enormous amount of training. So talking about all these outdoor skills and those sort of things, we don't just assume people know how to do this, right? So our members learn, and then they go on to teach others. So it also affirms that education in them to where they hopefully actually remember what we're teaching them, you know, five, ten years from now and can use some of those those outdoor skills. Um, and then just, you know, public speaking, that's a very difficult one too. Um, you know, we just throw people head first into that and, and you know, we just keep that positive encouragement. And, and we do a lot of um, scenario-based training. Like, yeah, again, we're 20 years old, so we've seen these sort of situations uh, before. How be. would you <laughs> handle this or what would, you know, what, what would you do in this sort of situation? So we, we have a lot of scenario-based trainings,
0: And those are the type of skills that will take you... I only recently did a public speaking training, yeah. and I needed it long before. Yeah, that is a fear of mine. Yeah, right,
1: right, right. And you're like, you'll hey, be fine. It's fine. You're yeah. going to do just fine. You're going to just, yeah. So
0: yeah, that's really good to have. And then, so it sounds like you have openings for people. We definitely have
1: openings. So, uh, AmeriCorps Outdoor Educators that will serve with Nevada Outdoor School. We're always hiring for those. Uh, We have full time positions. We have part time positions. We have summer positions. Um, And then again, like I said, our friends in Nevada Wilderness—they're hiring quite a few. Um, positions for this summer and then next year they have some big plans as well if you're interested in that side so if you want to get into the outdoor education side of it come and serve with Nevada Outdoor School if you're wanting to get into the stewardship uh, type work and the actual you know like I said boots on the ground and and that sort of thing then there's those sort of positions that are available too and
0: so if somebody is interested and they go on your website
1: go to our website yep is it kind of parted out as far as if you want to be an educator. Mm-hmm. If you want to work on the mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So go to our website. If you have not checked it out, uh, Nevada outdoor Uh, it's very robust. Uh, go to the page that says join our team and we'll have the positions and they'll be separated of what is available, what hours are available, um, and then what organization they would be serving with.
0: Yeah, lots of
1: opportunity there. Lots of opportunity, yeah. And you never know. Every now and then we have a staff position that comes open. Uh, but fortunately, I have a really, really great staff, and we don't have much turnover there. That's good to hear. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how many staff members do you guys have?
1: In- we have eight full-time positions and one part-time. Uh, we have a girl that uh, works at of Virginia, actually. Um, oh, wow. I just won't let my hand. I won't let her go. She, um, she's almost been with me um, since the beginning too. She started as an AmeriCorps member, um, left for a year, went and taught in formal education, decided that was not for her, mm-hmm. and came back and was our director of programming. Worked into associate director. Then she wanted to move, and I said okay. But now she's our grant writer, and she runs our website and stuff like that. So things that she can do from yeah. really anywhere. Oh.
0: See, yeah, see, she was such a fit. She was. She, she is. She made it work.
1: She. Uh, we work so well together, and especially on grants. When she's, you know, when you come from the programming side of it, and she knows everything about that, um, and I do the money side, the budgeting, and that sort of thing. So we work super well together. Nice.
0: Doing a lot well. With the small staff.
1: Doing yeah. a lot with the small staff. You know, this year we are on pace to raise um, over a million dollars, I think. Wow. So when I began in 2009, our budget was around 400000 So we've doubled in size, at least as revenue. And so, of course, as a nonprofit, you don't just sit on that money. You spend that money. Or actually, you have to spend the money and then get reimbursed for the money <laughs> is usually the way it works. So, yeah, but we have about 30 different funding sources on average every year
0: well after we we are going to take a quick break but i want to get into all the fun Fun stuff stuff all the different things we have coming up yes Yes. so we will do that right after this quick break you're listening to nevada wild you enjoy listening to our podcast leave us a review on itunes and soundcloud for more information on hunting fishing boating and all things wildlife go to endow.org now back to the show welcome back to nevada wild today we are joined by the executive director of the nevada outdoor school melanie irk Kiyaga or Kiaga. Very good. Yep. <laughs> I got it. I said yep. it twice right, but the first time I kinda stumbled, but mm-hmm. I said it. Anyway, but you are here <laughs> for women's month. Women's month, yes. And the 20th celebration of Nevada Outdoor School.
1: 20th celebration. Like I said before, we were founded by a woman, Stephanie LeFever, 20 years ago. And uh, we've just continued to carry that vision and that mission uh, ahead and and have expanded and grown. And we literally uh, serve all of Nevada nowadays with our programs. And so, um, yeah, 20 years coming up. So June 3rd, we're going to be celebrating Uh, With an indoor event, because usually our things are outdoors, um, and even our fundraisers are always outdoors. And so, uh, we decided let's go indoors, but let's take nature inside with us. And so, that's the theme of our event is nature indoors. And so, uh, it's a gala, so we're hoping to dress up a little bit. You know, not totally formal, but let's get out of our shorts and our jeans and our flip flops and dress up a little. And uh, we'll have a really nice uh, dinner. We have prime rib and some delicious chicken and that sort of thing on the menu. Uh, And then we'll have live music going on with a good friend of mine, uh, again, from years and years past. And then we will be auctioning off all kinds of different artwork. Uh, And again, the theme is nature indoors. So we're just looking for nature-inspired type artwork or something that's made out of natural materials like baskets baskets or tapestries or different stuff like that but we have jewelry we have clothing obviously paintings and prints um sculptures um like i said baskets all kinds of different I things i bet
0: you're enjoying it have you already received oh we've received it it's very very cool it's it's
1: a lot of fun seeing things come in and then um what we're also trying to collect as we're collecting those artworks is what is this either there's a story behind it or at least what the location is and that sort of thing so we can really highlight that when we auction it off so we want to make sure and appreciate um those artists that are out there with that vision to make such beautiful pieces and then uh, and then hopefully make a few bucks for Nevada Outdoor School and to support outdoor education.
0: So if they're listening and they're like, I know the perfect thing.
1: Get in touch with us. Obviously, you can uh, probably the easiest way to get in touch uh, and get a quick, quick response is go to our Facebook. So Facebook, Nevada Outdoor School. We're right there. Um, We're looking to collect all of our artwork by May 15th. So uh, you can always drop it off at one of our offices if you're out there in rural Nevada. We're back here in Reno often two or three times a month. Somebody is over here so we can always pick up things. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're really, really excited, and it's really, really cool seeing the different uh, pieces that are coming through. And it's on June 3rd? June 3rd, Saturday, June 3rd, and it's going to be at the Battle, Man- Battle Mountain Civic Center, which is kind of a central location for us. So we're hoping to get people from, from Elko and from Winnemucca, and then we're also hoping to, to bring in some, a lot of those um, prior AmeriCorps members that have served with us over the last 20 years, you know, staff, board members, because uh, that's really who, at least for me, is who we're celebrating, is the people that have made it possible for us to be 20 years old now. 20 years is a long time. 20 years is a long time. It's a non-profit. You know, that's a yeah. success right that there, really especially through the pandemic. I mean, it was tough. It was tough. And, you know, funding kind of grew to a halt. Um, but we made it. We didn't have to low, lay anybody off. We didn't have to get rid of anybody. We didn't have to make any major cuts. We just kind of pivoted and jived and moved mm-hmm. with what was happening. And just you know adapted and about and evolved but again when um when you do things outdoors it gave us a little bit more flexibility than a lot of typical education programs yeah so early june should be nice weather and- should, should be, be should be and then right before that on may 20th we're going to be having a fire and ice themed golf tournament at spring creek golf course Uh, and fire and ice you wonder what could that be we will be auctioning off firearms and ice coolers so if you haven't seen them we have some really sweet Cordova um, wrapped coolers so what's cool about Cordova is they're made in Nampa Idaho so they're USA made and these coolers are all wrapped in either like um, one is a, a, a creek with a bear one is the Northern Lights couple of them are camo print, uh, but just some different, um, like, canyon lands-type colors and stuff. So they're really, really cool, and, and um, they're unique. And so I hope that we're able to raise a little money there. And, of course, obviously, we're, ma- we're uh, selling raffle tickets for that. You don't have to be present to win. So if you want to reach out to one of us at Nevada Outdoor School um, – Obviously, if you're there at the event, you get first choice of what is there. Um, But if your name is drawn and you are not there, you will at least get a cooler or firearm at the end of the day. So that's a lot of fun. That's our third annual, so we're excited about that.
0: Yeah, and all. So you've mentioned two great events, and um, we were just saying we got your newsletter, Mm -hmm. and you have a whole schedule. We have a whole schedule. So
1: all every month, every month we have things going on in Elko and Winnemucca. Um, so in March, you know, we're celebrating also Women's Month, and uh, we're kind of celebrating the snow a little bit too, trying to get the, the um, last remnants of good snow to snowshoe hike on yes. instead of it being a slushy, muddy mess. Yeah, that that's going to happen, happen real soon. It's going to happen real well, soon. That was the one I, that caught my eye was snowshoeing. Before. Snowshoeing, yep. So up in Lamoille, we did a snowshoe hike. Um, uh, we did a painting in nature this this month also, which is kind of a new fun event for us, something not typical of what we would do, but still something to do outdoors. For, and that's really nice for people that might not be really mobile, you know, or they might mm-hmm. have small children and uh, going on a hike or something isn't really feasible. Um, We have a It Takes More Than Luck walk going on at the Elko Fairgrounds on the 22nd of this month, signs of spring on the 24th at South Fork Meadows, and then, again, celebrating women, women in the West, um, on March 25th at the California Trail Interpretive Center. So they're a really strong partner of ours, too, and we actually have a staff person that is placed there Mm -hmm. to help them uh, run their Run their, um, education. run their education and their interpretive programs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Good. so we have a lot of that going on in Winnemucca, too. The, the dates are typically around the same, but those are the type of events we have going on this month. Next month, we will be diving into field trips. Um, then the month after that, we'll be hopefully going out to Lovelock Cave, taking our fourth graders out there. And then after school ends, we will be doing a very robust summer camp program and um, we have a little different model than a lot of other summer camps we don't have a residential place for people to come to um, but we take kids out and we just explore Nevada so we have all kinds of different locations we go to this year we're going to be visiting a few of our state parks which is something new for us um, we have backpacking trips that we will be leading, which is new. Um, that just started a couple years ago. So we'll have, and we do that for a little bit of the older kids. So we'll have one for 14 to 17 year olds. And then we'll have an adult backpacking trip too. And that's going to be somewhere in the Rubies.
0: So much endless opportunity for people. Endless to
1: opportunity outside. to get outside. Just check out our website or check out our Facebook. Um, we're just working so hard uh, just to get people outside. That's the number one goal. And then while you're out there, we want you to be out there being safe and being responsible.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm just sitting here nodding
1: my head because I poured over the newsletter and made sure I knew what was going on. And they're all, they all sounds like fun. It should be fun. Yeah, like I said, it's something for for everyone. If You know, some of our hikes are kind of robust, but some of them are just a little stroll, you know, um, on an easy trail or even through the middle of town. And all that stuff, Mm -hmm. the registration is all through the website? All through the website. Most of our events don't require registration unless it's something like painting in nature where we need to have certain supplies on hand for something like that, right, to get a head count. But typically um, it's literally just, you know, show up and, um, and participate.
0: Okay, easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going to ask you, do you guys, um, it's not just the staff members in the AmeriCorps they're teaching. Do you guys use volunteers?
1: Right? We do volunteers, especially the more that we're limited on the AmeriCorps members coming on board. Yeah. Certainly we are, are leaning on volunteers um, more heavily than we have in the past. So you can always jump in, help us out with a field trip, run a field trip station, uh, go to summer camp with us, go explore somewhere cool. Um also, if you have some sort of outdoor skill that you would be able to share with somebody, like yeah, we have insane. a friend, a new friend um, in Winnemucca that wants to do a fly fishing, you know, clinic, you know, all kinds of different things. So us at Nevada Outdoor School, we don't always have to be the expert. You know, that's, again, where our volunteers come in. And, and if you have a, a skill or, or something that you love to do, a hobby that you would love to share, we would love to be able to share that with others, too. Yeah.
0: And then before we wrapped up, you wanted to get into I another important thing. Another important
1: one thing that we've been working really heavily on um, with the um, Nevada OHV Commission. So if you don't know, um, people the, the the new law is that you are supposed to register your large um, off-road vehicles, right? It's $20 registration. I just do want to assure people, your listeners out there, that money going on into the registration is going back to the communities it is going back to the counties it's been funding nevada outdoor school and our ride safe ride smart program for the last few years um it you know we're out there educating people we've been working over the last year one of the tasks we had with our last grant was to develop a nevada specific ohv safety program so we have that ready to go what that consists of is an online portion so um Again, you go to our website, nevadaoutdoorschool.org, or you can go to offroaded slash Nevada and get to it as well. What we're recommending, because there's a lot of accidents, there's a lot of fatalities and stuff going on out there. So what we're recommending is people do at least the online. It's about two hours. You can come and go as you like. You don't have to do it all at one time. Um, And then if you're an adult, if you pass that, we would give you an OHV safety certification. If you're a youth, then we would you would do the online portion and then you would come to us for a hands-on evaluation. If you say, "I've been writing, you know all my life with my family, then you come to us, we do an evaluation. Can you write? Can you safe and smart? Can you handle the machine you're on? If you can, great, we give you a certificate and go. But if you can't, then we're going to recommend you do the full hands-on safety course, right? So it's, it's mostly for youth to get them safe and educated. It doesn't matter if you ride an ATV uh, side-by-side or a dirt bike. It's the same course is valid for all three. But then when you come to the hands-on portion, we separate it that way. Um, but the biggest thing we're pushing is, is helmets. Get the helmets on the kids, right? As an adult, you can make your own decisions, but get those helmets on the kids, even in a side by side. You know, people have that perceived um, less risk, right? If you get on a dirt bike, it's a no brainer. You put on the helmet, you put on the safety gear, right? But as soon as we get four wheels underneath us, all of a sudden that risk kind of disappears from our mind, and we have this perceived safety because we have more wheels on the ground. But the truth of the matter is, is people are getting hurt and people are getting killed, and especially kids out there that are riding machines that are simply too big for them to handle, and that's when they're getting hurt. So again, if you do that, just that online safety portion, you're going to learn those sort of things. You're going to learn those those important um, facts and, and um, safety information to be able to be safer and more responsible, and again, just hopefully... Um, do what we can to mitigate um, and lessen these, these fatalities and um, injuries that are happening. Because in Nevada, I'm just going to highlight really quickly, in Nevada, you are a long way from care. You are a long way from trauma care That's if you point. get hurt. You are going either to Reno, Salt Lake, Las Vegas, or California. So. You're not, and, and you're going to be hours and hours away. So please be safe, be responsible, and have a really, really good time out there.
0: Well, thank you for coming on and sharing that. That is such important messaging. And it's really great to hear that that's where those, the registration goes, the registration. I I
1: think it's a valid use of funding, you know, educate, 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 um, and then people will be safe people will be more responsible and then ultimately we're gonna have a lot more fun out there if we're not getting hurt it's true
0: very true well melanie thanks for making the drive to reno i appreciate your (laughs) guys' time it's
1: very exciting
0: of course and we're excited about everything you guys have going on and we'll have to get you in here more often yep i appreciate it thanks so much you guys thank you everyone for listening that does it for this week's nevada wild